So, did you like it? Loved it. Best movie of the year. I think. Okay. At least... Inception? Yeah. Your favorite movie so far? I, I, Baron Kick-Ass? That's the... Yes. Because I know you really liked it. They're very different they are, movies. They are. But I think, like, as a as like a whole, if we're, like, putting a review score on it, Inception is a better movie. Okay. But, like, did you have fun watching it? Or were you just... Like, because the word that... Uh, screen said, and I did too, is it's like a stimulating movie. Like, you're watching it, and your brain is just kind of engaged by it the whole time. But you're not necessarily, like, laughing it up and having a great time. You're just kind of enjoying it cerebrally or something, you know? I can, like, it's kind of a weird summer movie. I can see what you mean, and, like, it definitely did stimulate my mind. Like, I got out of the theater at 3 in the morning, and I couldn't go to sleep for a while, because I was just... My mind had been working hard. Like processing just what yeah, it was, just like the rules of its exactly and the, throughout the whole movie. I was wondering, like, okay, why exactly are they doing this? Oh, it's because they need to move this way, and and yes, that okay, the rules are still good. Rules are still good. Um, I did come across one thing that I'm still really confused about, but we can't get into it because it's spoilery. So maybe we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Um. It's, but yeah, I I like. Could you go watch it again? That, that, right that's away? the thing. I going out of the movie, I was like. I would like to see it again, except two and a half hours. Yeah, like I, it didn't feel like a long watch for me, though. Really, like it, it, it took about an hour to kind of set everything up, but I was kind of enjoying that stuff. And then, like the last bunch of that movie, like as soon as they like start on their main mission, it's just like nonstop stuff happening until the end of the movie, which I thought was I, pretty awesome. I felt it as a long watch. However, it wasn't like I was bored. I was enjoying it, but I could really tell like this is long. Okay. And I am going to go see uh, it again because I have other people who want to see it with me. So I will see it again. Yeah. So I'm kind of on the fence of not wanting to see it right away and also wanting to see it right away because I literally haven't stopped thinking about it. Yeah, like the, visually I thought it was like absolutely amazing. Like there's like just some weird crazy stuff that they start doing with like zero gravity that just looked that's like the be- That's the best part. That's like the best part something. of the movie. Is yeah, there's a, there's a sequence where there's kind of like multiple layers of stuff happening at the same time. And the way they kind of managed to convey like how each one is affecting the other, yeah. I thought was like I, amazing. I just love the whole, the, like when the building's like tumbling around, and so that the because the van, is yeah, and so the guys around. like fighting, but they're like slamming into the wall, then hit the ceiling, then the other wall, then stepping onto this wall, then hitting the floor. But it, at the like, it looks perfect at all times. Like usually with weird, like it's a CG actor or something, it just looks kind of bad. Yeah. But here it was just wire work or something. I don't know what they did, but it looked awesome. Very fluid. So yeah, I I could see it again too, but like it's a it's a weird kind of thing. Like it's like I walked out of it and I was like, all right, yeah, that was that was like a perfect movie, but I don't I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of long and kind of mentally taxing. Right. So I, I right. To just go lie down for a while. Yeah. Like and I and I understand <laughs> what you mean about the whole fun aspect of it. I don't know if I'd be like I'm in a really happy mood. Let's watch Inception. Whereas yeah, like there's a couple gags that work. Yeah, like throughout yeah. it is. It does have some jokes, any. but it's definitely more of you. You want to sit there and you're watching and learning something. Mm-hmm. But, but and like with the kick-ass, I came out of that movie going, everything in that was ridiculous and funny and crazy, and that one scene where he shouts kryptonite was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So that's like like I saw that movie three times and it went down smooth like every single time. This one, it it's. I don't know if I could stomach it too many times right right away, you know. But it, it's it's definitely one I'll add to my. I was just gonna ask: Is it a buy already? 
It's a buy. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, a buy. Exactly. Uh, oh, what was the... Like, I felt like they could have, if they wanted to, go in a real scary direction with it. Do you mean, is to. it the part like, where they go down to the basement, and you think, what like, is going to be down there? Kind of, but it's kind of the part before that, where, like, uh, Ellen Page is in the elevator and kind of, like, sees them talking. And then uh, Marion Cotillard just kind of turns to the turns and looks at her. Doesn't and, she like, do that really quickly? And because I, I think at that point my friend like jumps. I jumped like super bad. Yeah, I saw my friend. Well. I saw my friend do that, and I was just like, "Dude, calm down." She just looked at the screen. No, but it's like it's like because they just went over the rules of like the kind of projections of your subconscious and how you, when they how become you, aware of a foreign entity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hostile. Right. So like just the way she like went transitioned from like really passionate talking to like you know hostile presence was i thought it was just horrible i i flipped out so if they went in more kind of nightmarish stuff they could have made like one of the creepiest horror movies ever I, um, but there's already movies that do that and they're kind of bad they're called nightmare on elm street yeah i'm kind of <laughs> so, glad that they didn't really focus on the nightmare aspect of dreams cuz i could have seen them doing that easily right yeah, I mean, there's movies that have done that. And to be clear, not all Nightmare on Elm Streets are bad. Just most of them. <laughs> yeah. But, like, be, since Inception's dealing with dreams so often, I could have seen them t- just go really creepy and be like, now this is a nightmare we're in. And yeah, I'm glad like, they didn't. They never even said nightmare, I don't think. Well, they did kind of... There, there was that thing where they said, like, if you die in, like, the deepest level of sedated sleep, you go into that limbo place or whatever. Right. And I thought that would be, like, more nightmarish than it was. It was just it kind of like a post-apocalyptic-looking, like, trashed place. And it was it was only because of that, because place. of how long they were in there. Yeah, yeah, like, they did say time is really drawn out in that state of sleep or whatever, so that was kind of right. neat. I don't know. But just, like, I thought it would be, you know, more, like janky than it was, but it kind of was able to present very complex stuff real real well. And yeah, I, I well, in two and a half hours, it has a lot of time to set things up and explain the rules of this world. Yeah. Like, I, I guess I'm glad it was as long as it was. Because exactly, a shorter yeah. movie would have just been confusing. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. Thumb, thumbs up from that's from me. What? You... Top-down perspective. What? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'm your host, Sean Booker. I'm joined for the first time in three weeks, four weeks, by four Nathan Rohr. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I ruined that other one yeah. that didn't exist. Yeah, hi, I'm Nathan. Um, Inception is what John is not here with us today. He's in Nova Scotia? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Canada. Sir, yeah. <laughs> it's like the East Coast. Is that the youngest province? I thought... 1949 or something, wasn't it? I thought, like, Prince Edward Island would be the youngest. No, no, it's not. I yeah, maybe know. Newfoundland. Doesn't, I don't know. I think it is. I, it doesn't really matter. Uh, so, hey, v- video games? Yeah, Nathan, what have you been playing? V- oh, okay. Um, Actually, first off, yeah. there was a Steam sale, and I hear you bought some stuff. Yeah, there was the Steam summer sale that we talked about on the for- Lost episode that no longer exists. Um, I didn't go too crazy, I think, but I did, I did buy some things. Uh, the introversion pack, if you know them, they're the creators of Darwinia. That's what they're most famous for. Are you familiar? I'm not familiar with playing the game, but I know of it. 
Okay. Just, uh, I don't know, like, Giant Bomb kind of praised their earlier stuff quite a bit, and I was familiar with DEFCOM, which is a pretty cool, like, it's basically, you know, there's a map of the world, and it's, like, nuclear strategy stuff. So you're basically, everyone, like, nuclear war is happening, and you got to destroy as many people as possible while losing as few people as possible. That game's pretty cool. Okay. It's kind of just really cold and apocalyptic and terrible. Um, but the, their earliest game, I managed to play a bit, even on this terrible computer that I currently have. It's called Uplink. Is this the hacking one and Giant Bomb was really into? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're, you're, you're apparently like a real hacker, and your computer's just accessing this like way cool computer, and it's set in March 2010, which is kind of just wrong, but whatever. And you just kind of have to figure out different hacking tools and steal information and erase information and whatever. It it What's has the a point really of stealing kind of information. Uh your employers contact you via your fake email and say, "Hey, we need these files destroyed because they could implicate us and whatever whatever." And then you're like, "Okay, I'm a pro hacker, so I'll I'll go do that." Um it's it's pretty neat. I I haven't spent as much time with it as I would like to, but it, it's pretty good. Um, and I bought, I bought the Max Payne games, even though I own them, because I want to have them on Steam, and it was like $4, so... So you're basically losing money not buying it. It pretty much, and I, like, I've, I love those games, and I would totally play them way more often, like, because there's like this, uh, there's this basically survival mode where you just fight infinite dudes until you die, and I just kind of like putting on a dance music playlist and playing that. But, you know, if I have to dig through a mountain of discs, that's that's not going to happen as often as it should, so... Because your time is money. Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, pff, high finance, no, whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, about that, I think there was some other just nonsense. Hold on. I'm going to open Steam and take a look. Oh, wow. Like, did you buy anything, or... I don't play computer games, that? really. My Never. best computer's my best computer is my laptop, and that w- playing on a laptop with a shitty mouse would not be great. I guess so. Um, sorry, just a second. Like, I I think there was a good half dozen games I purchased. I, oh, like I bought Altitude, the stupid little okay. like uh, airplane game that Giant Bomb was way into. Um, Cryostasis was like four dollars. That's the weird, like, Eastern European first-person shooter. Wasn't Dave into that? Yeah, Dave Snyder is a big fan. Uh, it's it's apparently, like, a really broken game on most computers, so I, I have very low expectations it'll ever work on any computer I ever own. But, you know, $4. And if it does right. work, yay. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty much it. Like, the... The Intel version thing. Oh, yeah, an Alien vs. Predator classic. 2000. So, yeah. I, I It was like $5. I'm assuming because Predators was coming out or something. I don't know. That movie's pretty good, but not related. So, yeah, that's what I bought on that. Um, more more recently, though, I was playing Crackdown 2, with, which okay. you provided now, me with. Now, you had very mixed feelings about this. Yeah, as I, I, I played it, was playing it primarily single-player because I don't like people or something, you know? So right. like well I want I'd enough. rather listen to like NWA while I'm playing than a person. You know what I'm saying? 
So I, I just yeah. put that in, jumping around, easy ease, sand things. And that 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 game's not really good as a first person, like a, a single-player game, because the end is impossible, I found. I don't know if I'm okay. just bad at that game or something, but I was having an extremely horrible time finishing that game. Also, that game is just really repetitive. Like, just yes. the way it's designed. It's just like, hey, here's this thing. Um, do it nine times, and then do a big one, and then that, yay! You, you killed the mutants. You, yeah! You won. And as a story, like, it's just lazy. That game is entire like one of the laziest developed games I can remember because it's literally the You're first right. game, but it's like a zombie remix of the first game with a day-night cycle. And your cars don't morph anymore, but there's more of them. I I don't know. What were your thoughts on it? It's yeah, we well I kind of addressed this in the last couple of podcasts, but it's basically exactly Crackdown 1. Um orbs are still great. I guess. Collecting orbs like, is still awesome. You were way into the renegade orbs, right? Yeah. Whereas I found that, like, just... You made orbs more frustrating. Awesome. What? <laughs> Why were orbs ever frustrating? Because there's just so many. And you're, like, trying to do that's other the stuff. And there's... Well, that's the thing. Like, there's... At some point... Like, for the first, like, two hours, I was really enjoying it. Like, I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm just hopping around. I can jump. This is This is all right. And then, like, at some point, it just seemed like everyone had rocket launchers and was really angry at you. Okay, that has nothing to do with orbs. Yeah, no, but you're getting orbs, because orbs are great, and then oh, I you see. get shot by, like, a bunch of missiles, and you're just like, I was actually I'm just trying, trying to climb this building, I wasn't even well, looking at you. Exactly. I, I kind of got that feeling a lot with uh, Infamous as well, and I'll talk about Infamous a little later, but just because that's another open-world game, people just shooting at you for no reason. Like, I'm yeah, not well, harming anybody, but everyone attacks you. Because they're evil, and like, sack people, and they hate you. Right, and in Crackdown, they're shooting at me because I'm the police. Yeah, you're, you're a cop, man. That's yeah. not cool. Which I understand. Like, they've justified why they're shooting at me, but it sucks. It's, like, I'm not even bugging you. Yeah, it, if you're killing somebody, go do it. I'm There's an orb this way, and you're over there. There's no way I'm going for you. Yeah, I, wasn't, I don't even care. I wasn't going to arrest you or anything. Just leave me alone. Like, I wasn't even yeah. going for the light mass, whatever it was. What What is it called? The things you keep activating? The light bombs? In in Crackdown 2? Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know, the satellite thingies. Yeah, that's how rich the fiction is in Crackdown 2. <sighs> Once, like, the big dude, mutants showed up, too, that was just annoying. The ones that can, like, uh, t slam into you and then you slowly fall over? Oh, I was thinking more of the ones that just kind of run up on the thing and start punching it. And meanwhile, you're hopping around because there's, like, a million other mutants you're dealing with, and then you have to try again. Oh, um, you're talking about the end. Like, well, also at the end. It's the worst example at the end. I don't know. that. Like, that game would be a pretty great $30 game, but it's a $70 game. So right. I don't. I can't endorse it, really, for that price. Uh, wait, like, come into a bargain bin near you this Christmas. Crackdown 2. Wait for right, it. and like the they they added some like online like uh, deathmatch modes, but because oh, your character wow, literally they? starts over, yeah, they did. They have some. Okay. Um, like we did some of the co-op the last time I was playing, it, and that was actually reasonably okay. Because it's just yeah. like, hey, hop around, and now the game is. But it's that useless. Hard. It's it's useless. Like not for you because we beat some stuff for you, but for yeah. me, I got nothing out of that except orbs, and I can get orbs by myself. Yeah, them not letting you play the campaign cooperatively. 
kind of sucks. But did you ever rock with four players? No, two was the highest. I, oh, three was the highest, but one, like the other one, I didn't know who he was. I was in a party chat with my friend. Okay. Like, yeah, when I started up, I basically set it to like friends only because I didn't want random weirdos. That's what I did. Then I set it to like anybody, and I kind of like just people jumping in and being like, all right, well, maybe he'll help me shoot stuff. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't that impressed with that game. Um, so recently I've kind of been wanting to just play a really immersive first-person shooter, mainly because I want to play Singularity, but I don't know if I want to buy it or rent it. So instead of doing any of that, I just decided to play Half-Life 2 again, and I really like that game. Which Half-Life 2? Half-Life 2, just Half-Life 2. Okay, well, I wasn't sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, you mean, like, did I play Episode 1 or 2 or whatever? Like, I might. Yeah. I'm basically kind of going through and picking up some leftover achievements. The achievements in that game, though, are odd-numbered all over the place, so now my gamer score ends in a 7. Because <laughs> I got a Really? I thought there point. was... I thought there was... I thought there was only two odd number ones, and they're really close together, so you can just get them both. I don't... I'm pretty well, sure I'm correct, Maybe you're I spend right, a lot of time Because, like, my score in the game is even now. Like, I have 510 or something, and for a while I was at, like, what would that be? 497? Like, I got the Vortigaunt Cave one. I don't know if you found it. Right. And have you done... After you get the Vortigaunt Cave, immediately after, you meet up and you see Dog for yeah, the first and time, you the and you can do the two-point two shot. And it's gone. I believe that's the only time oh, okay. they ever screwed Like, I up. had the two-point one, but I didn't do the Vortigaunt Cave, so I finally did that. So now that game's even, but because I also played Blitz the League in the past which I have 67 points in, I am now at uh, 78,607 or something like that, which, yeah, kind of bumps me out, but oh well. It's the worst. When it doesn't end in a 5 or a 0, it's mind-numbing. Yeah, I kind of liked it when it ended in a 9, though, because I like that no. number. You know, nope. it's like it's not a 5 it's or like a 0. Price, you know, 69.99. Which sucks. I would have preferred if it was just, like, 70. I guess so. But... I don't know. I, I'll probably play through that again. I'm at the Ravenholm section, which I think is one of the best designed levels ever. Did you get the achievement for going through there only using the gravity gun? Yeah, I did that yeah, a while ago. That's so hard. Now I'm just I kind did that, of that was hard stuff and whatever, having a good time. Um, so Half Life Two, and then I picked up Death Spank yesterday. Okay, tell me about Death Spank. I'm really interested and not sure if I should get it. Yeah, like I, I. I, I I don't know. I was kind of intrigued by, like, Ron Gilbert's doing it. He's the Monkey Island guy. And uh, I kind of saw it at PAX last year and kind of liked the art style. But I wasn't sold on it until I downloaded the trial game and played it for, like, five minutes. And I was just like, all right, cool. This feels fine. Sure, I'll buy this. Like, 15 bucks, whatever. Uh, it's kind of Diablo-y or whatever. Like, you're just running around. Uh, your different weapons are mapped to A, B, and Y. And I think X is, like, your super attack or something, I think justice attack. They use the word justice a lot, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm pretty sure, like, I, I can't say for sure, but I'm I, I'm gonna say this. I think Death Spank is voiced by Jim Ward, the guy who is the voice of Captain Quark in the Ratchet and Clank games. Are you familiar? I'm not familiar with him, but I do know of the character. Okay, just he's, he's a really funny dude, and his voice is perfect for this character. So he's kind of going around. He's in search of the artifact they just kind of generically refer to it as the artifact, which is kind of funny. Like, it's basically taking, like, every cliche and kind of pointing it out and having fun with it, which is kind of cool. And meanwhile, you're fighting ridiculous stuff like mutated chickens and whatnot. 
Um, okay, so I just looked it up. Yeah? He's voiced by, voiced by Michael Dobson. Oh, really? Where did you and... Where did you find that? I was I was checking like IMDb <clears throat> and John Bomb and stuff, and they didn't say. I checked Wikipedia. Oh, okay. It's okay. It's a small website. Yeah, I just I don't go there for video game voice actors. All right. Okay. Well, I guess it's not Jim Ward, but it, it sure sounds like him. But whatever. It's like that ridiculous, you know, over the top, arrogant superhero kind of voice. And yeah, the art style is kind of neat. It kind of looks like a pop-up book or something. Like everything's kind of flat, but on a rotating cylinder or something. Okay. It's hard to explain, but it it looks nice in motion. Uh, and yeah, you're just collecting loot and stuff, uh, killing things, getting different weapons like every five minutes, quest log, all that. I only played it for like maybe an hour, but I'll probably keep playing it. And yeah, a lot of like funny dialogue stuff. Like you'll run into like the quest givers, and then you can either just like give me a quest or just talk to them about nonsense for a while. And I like talking about nonsense, so I do that. And yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Um, oh, I also bought Monkey Island Two, Secret of Monkey Island Two or whatever, but I haven't played it yet. Also, like I've just bought a lot of Xbox Live Arcade stuff, and Summer of Arcade kicks off next week, which I'm pretty excited about. This week? Oh yeah, this Wednesday. Limbo. I'm I'm probably gonna stay up for Limbo. I cannot wait for Limbo. It looks really sharp. But uh, enough about me. What have What have you been playing, Sean? All right, I have actually been playing a ton because Blockbuster had this silly little sale. Yeah. Where five dollar games were now two dollars and fifty cents. There was a surprising number of like reasonably quality games that were five dollars. I guess like you. There you was got a surprisingly a number of garbage games that were two dollars and fifty cents, and I justified that. Well, Look I for... wouldn't. I I didn't really like Ninja Blade, but you did, and you got me I that. Did, yeah. That's a good game. And Viva Pinata Party oh, Animals, yeah, you, got you know. That's a thing. It's achievements. It's achievements, yeah. I, I haven't played yeah. it yet. But, um, what, what but you hey, score? Elder Scrolls Four for 51 cents. Canadian cents, too, so that's like 40 cents or something. If you're from the America. It, it, it's actually not. It's like 47 cents or something right now. Our, our exchange rate's pretty good. Anyway, but yeah, that's a, that's a quality purchase right there. That's quality. Have you never played it? I have not. It's really good. It's a really good game. And so, and I haven't put it in there yet. So I guess that's not really a what I've been playing game. Something I have been playing: Sega Superstar Tennis. Wow, H- how is that? Is it at least easy? I'm enjoying. Um, I'm at 200, and they're not coming very quickly. But I'm also not having to try very hard for them. Okay. Is it? A I good think near. I think. Game? Um. No. Well. <laughs> okay. Let me preface this. I don't play any tennis games ever. Like, not even Mario Tennis. Okay. Um, this is literally just keep hitting A, and eventually, hopefully, you win. <laughs> Sounds with a bit deep. of like With a bit of, like, you can kind of aim it to the left and the right, but it's really easy. Like, the first achievement you will get is you've hit the ball back and forth 40 times in one round. And that'll, that, that'll happen. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Like, that's the first thing you'll get. Uh, is there at least a lot of different characters people will enjoy? Oh uh, yeah, they got uh, like um, Jet Set Radio, Knights, um, like Golden Axe. Sam D. That guy sucks though. Yep, yep. And then they got like Sonic and. Does the Golden Axe guy use an axe? He does when you do his special attack. Does like the the Sam Diego monkey use macarinas? N- he, n- no, but when he does his special attack, um, they appear on the other side, and if someone runs into them, they like 
get paralyzed for a second. Okay, so it's a very arcadey tennis game. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I, is Big the Cat in the game? I've not seen him yet. Dang it. Is he your favorite? I don't hate him like everyone does, but he's not a especially great character, no. Um, yeah. All right. So it's okay, but... Okay, for $2.61? cents. Yeah, all right. I will buy that game. Okay. This one, not from Blockbuster, Kane and Lynch, Dead Men. So the first one? Yeah, do you want to explain your rationale should... behind purchasing it? Because yeah. I think it was like okay. a good reason, and I understand why you did it, but I'm going to wait until August 17th before I'm going to get on board this train. Okay, uh, Giant Bomb put up the quick look of the demo of Kane and Lynch 2. Yes. And that looked so good, I decided, hey, I want to know what the story is. It's 10 bucks used at EB Games. I'll buy that. All right. Like, I almost bought that thinking there was online co-op and I would play it with you, but there's not. Yeah, so that's the thing. There is not. It has... But then, then again, with the proximity of where you live, that wouldn't have been that big of an issue. I guess so, but you'd literally just beat the game, so you're done. Yeah, I did. You're right. How many points I'm did you get? I'm not going through it again. Um, actually, fairly quite a bit. Near the end, they start coming pretty quickly. Kind of like mid-game, you start. You don't get many for a while. Okay. But I, th- I think I got to be around 300, 400 at the moment, and I know there's at least another like 30 point achievement I'm really close to. Okay. For like re- final, really finishing the game. Uh-huh. Um, it did not age well. It looks terrible. And some and it, like okay, here's one thing. There's moments where I'm in cover, but because there's kind of squad-based mechanics, I'll be like to my team, "Okay, come over here." And when they go in cover, they push me out of cover. That sounds pretty bad. Yeah. Um, like uh, the footage I saw of Cannon Lynch Two was pretty intriguing, though. Like I, I tried to get into the demo. I signed up for the Cannon Lynch Two newsletter and everything. No word back on that yet. Like, they're being kind of weird Yeah, about I guess we demo. should kind of explain, yeah. Yeah, like... The, the, so how, how do you go about getting the demo? Because it's not a straight download. Yeah, like, it's uh, it's some sort of promotional thing. They're kind of... You can find it, apparently, but I, I don't know how to get it. I still don't have one, but it looks pretty neat. Wasn't there, like, a weird thing about, like, texting them, and they'll send you a code? Oh, maybe. I'm not sure if that'll be applicable I think Giant Bomb Canada. said something about that. But, yeah. I don't know if it guaranteed you one, but, yeah. What's really cool, weird. I don't know... I don't know why you would do that. A demo is something you should get out there as much as you can. To promote the game, especially since it's coming out in less than a month. And especially since the first one wasn't that great. Yeah. The thing with the second one, though, like, the reason we think it looks great, like, I don't know if it's good yet, it's not out, but, like, it's, they got rid of the squad crap, so that's gone. Which is some of the worst crap. But it's apparently, like, it's basically just, like, really gritty, really raw-looking Gears of War, but with, like, a realistic criminal kind of thing going on, which I'm more into than killing locusts. And kind of like a really big, like, film effect. Yeah. Like, to the point where you run, the camera shakes so much, it literally looks like there's a cameraman running kind behind Kind of cloverfield or something. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see that. You didn't see Cloverfield? I didn't. No. It's, it's alright, there's a big monster in it. I'm just saying. Is that the one that was filmed here? No. I don't, I, not to my knowledge. It's the J.J. Abrams thing. That Rattatat song. Okay, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Don't anyway. worry about it. Um... <laughs> But yeah, like it has a really kind of documentary filmmaker kind of thing they're going for. They're also kind of going for a YouTube culture thing. Like if you notice, like the load times right. or the buffering circle. Buffering, yeah, yeah. And like yep. there's weird kind of you know filter effects and stuff on everything you're seeing, and it looks really neon and 
bizarre. Just kind of like really saturated. All the lights are super exposed. Oh, and they do the weird like pixelating stuff that's super violent, which kind of looks. Oh cool. yeah, so like if you get like a headshot on somebody, it'll like mosaic out because you are not allowed to see what that guy's face now looks yeah, like. Yeah, it's too it's too violent. You can't even look at it. Which. Yeah, and the fact, like, if you get shot, you will fall over, because yeah. that would hurt. bullets hit you. It's kind of, you know, but you'll like, heal yeah. up, which is still kind of video but, gamey. But... And one of the nice things on the demo I saw is when you get knocked down, you can kind of, like, hit A to immediately get into cover. Where, and I'm noticing in Kane in the first one, if I get knocked down, I need to wait for my buddy to come over here and put, like, adrenaline in me. Then my guy will literally stand up in a damaged state, even if I was crouching, so I'm basically going to get shot again. Wow, he stands yeah, upright, exactly. That's terrible. But, okay, so Kane and Lynch 1, probably still not worth going back to. Yeah, I, I, no. But Kane and Lynch 2 is looking pretty good. Keep an eye on it, maybe. I'm, I, yeah, I I, I'm definitely point. looking forward to the second one. I'm, the first one, kind of a mistake playing through it. I guess it's... I just really wanted to know what these characters were all about. Did you like the characters? Like, I've heard they're kind of gritty and unlikable. Is that fair? Yeah, I can see that how Lynch would be a, a kind of an interesting character because he's kind of crazy and always talks about, like, I just need some pills, but I'm fine, really. Like, I'm getting better, all right? And yes, I kind of did kill my wife, but it wasn't necessarily my fault because I didn't have my pills. So the fact okay. that the second game is from is all about Kane, uh, Lynch, sorry, that seems cool. Yeah. That's, that's a good Yeah, because right Kane is literally, think. like... Uh, who's the Splinter Cell guy? Yeah, Sam he's Fisher. literally just trying to get his daughter back. It's like criminal so- Sam yeah. Fisher guy. He's he's Sam yeah, Fisher, but he... He's got like a band-aid yeah, on his nose. You, yeah, you get your nose broken early on in the game and a scar on his eye. Whoa. Yeah, I'm looking at the box now. All right, anyway, that. moving on. Um, I picked up The Darkness. I only played a very little. I, I hear it's good. I... C- I kind of like the darkness. Like I, I tried going back to it after I'd beaten it, and wasn't really feeling it anymore because it was on hard difficulty for achievements. But just playing through it, you get to eat a lot of hearts. There's gangsters in it. It's pretty good. Worth worth two fifty. All right. Yeah. The one thing I will say is like they do have like televisions in the game, and unlike most games, it's like full on like video stuff happening. And I thought that was kind of neat at the time. Anyway, it's like old cartoons. And oh, things. okay. It's kind of cool. Anyway. Yeah. Just keep an eye out. Bionic Commando. It's not. It's not like great. That. Really, you're not feeling. I'm it? just. I don't know if I'm really bad at the swinging mechanic or if the swinging mechanic is not good. Hmm. Like, that did seem to be the dividing issue. Like it's just not fluid. Uh, I'm not feeling like I am just racing through the city because I keep like falling into the water and dying. Okay, you know you got to build some momentum up. No, no, I understand, but, like, yeah, no. I don't know. Maybe, I, like I said, I c- it could be that I'm just really bad. Okay. I, I rather enjoyed it, but it's it, it definitely seemed like more of a rental or a 250 yep. game. One thing I do like, um, when you shoot enemies, they have, like, a health bar, which is kind of cool. And when you just, like, mm-hmm. jump off a building, he just, like, spread eagle his arms out, and that looks cool as well. Um, I picked All up right. the Golden Compass. I haven't yet to play it, but it was 50 yeah. cents. I didn't like that movie at all. I wasn't so. a huge fan of the movie, no. Is there going to be, like, polar bear fighting? Um, yes, on the back there is polar bears, and they are angry. Did they get Sam Elliott's I have no voice? idea. I have yet to put it in my Xbox. 
All right. Um, I don't need to play that. So here's one that I plan not to play, and that's Watchmen The End Is Nigh Parts 1 and 2. And I'm All not right. going to play it because it has uneven achievements throughout the entirety of both the games. So it is not being Great. played. So I'm not going to risk that. It's also supposed to be pretty bad, and it's kind of... I didn't like the movie either. I, I so was fine with the movie, but just I'm not risking uneven achievements because I don't plan to put that much time into it to get all of them. And it's kind of like a dual shot of Xbox Live Arcade games, right? They're not full games, so there's 400 points yeah. between them. But still, 250. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound right. 250. Too human. I've yet to put it in, but that'll happen. Yeah, I have that game, and I don't know if I ever want to play it, but all right. right. Um, Here's a a really dumb one. Hail to the Chimp. Um, Okay. From what I understand... Is that by Gamecock? It's really... (laughs) It's really (laughs) not good. And, like... Okay... It's a party it's a, it's game. It's a party right? game, but there's only like three different mini games and they're all about like collecting clams or like holding on to clams, which clams relate which are actually like <laughs> which are relates three mini games. Like there's like are three you or sure? four. So or is there like four ones with some crappy variations? I think it's Is it a full thousand yeah, point game? I think game? it's like three or four, but they kind of differentiate depending on which like map you picked. Okay. Um, but it's the, the, you can essentially pick think clams are like coins, but the way they justify it are clams are votes, and it's all about becoming the president of the animal kingdom. Are, okay, I'm glad they kind of justified their title um, a little bit. The weird thing about Hail to the Chimp is they put a ton of effort into this game because there is so much stuff going on. Like every cutscene has like a news report going on, and it's usually just some weird character that they've created this world and he's usually pretty funny and they just have like videos you can unlock of like campaigns or like rival campaigns or just weird tv show commercials and they're usually really really stupid like is it like amp 3 kind of approach or what amp 3 amp 3 is more like we really really want to be stupid in as many ways as we can let's find a barbecue and put dolls on it and film that this is more just like we really like animated stuff let's do a ton of wacky animations okay so like so okay so the humor kind of works but the gameplay is just boring really boring okay how is it for points though not good i have 15 I haven't put too All much right. time of that in. Anyway, um, kind of hitting the last one was the Rock Band Metal Pack, which I actually can't play for points because almost all of them require four people. All the achievements? Almost all of them, yeah. Require, like, a full band to oh, do that's something. that's too bad. Like, I did pick up Track Pack Volume 2 and got a fair amount, like, 100 or plus points on that just by myself one afternoon, so... Yeah. But yeah, so the the main bulk of my time was Kane and Lynch, and also I finished Infamous this week. Uh, I liked the okay, ending. Yeah, and I'm really sad that the voice actor's not staying for the second one. Yeah, because yeah, that, that the guy they had for uh, the first one, when he's angry, he sounds really cool. Okay, at least like it wasn't they had to recast him because they didn't like him or something. It was more just like. He didn't live on the right exactly, coast. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Um, yeah, I guess you were right saying earlier, like, with the dudes just kind of being real angry and wanting to shoot you all the time. That did get a little frustrating, but I don't know. That game's pretty solid. I definitely preferred it to Prototype. But I don't know. I kind of I'm kind of the one person who really likes Prototype. Like I, I I liked Prototype for like an hour, and then I stopped caring about Prototype and started disliking it. So I don't know. I've been thinking about playing it again. I don't think you need to. Just I I still just I feel bad because I'm borrowing it from someone. It's just kind of there, and I just neglect. How long have you had that? I don't know. Like eight months. Way to go! Really. yeah. Anyway, so that's that's mainly all I've been playing. Uh, let's get into some news. All right. All right. Uh, first up, Kmart. We don't have it in Canada, which, but the states does. Not anymore. Like I was saying, we totally used to. I, I don't I, remember I bought that at all. Shoes there one time. I was like, I 10 think you're or lying, but it did exist. No. All right. But all right, Kmart still exists right. in the states, and Kmart for people who don't know, it's kind of like a Walmart, but yes. less walls, more K's. I like, you know, Special K. It's a good cereal. They are not related. Uh-oh. But, but, I guess. but I'm yeah. glad you added that, because video games, <laughs> I just they are thinking... Okay, cereal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> alright. Kmart. It's like Walmart. Continue. So, they're thinking now... In their video game section, posting user reviews of games with the game on their shelves. And they're gathering these from their website? Is that is, my is that what it was? I, I kind of yeah. skimmed the story because I figured I got the gist of it. It's like mykmart.com. Yeah, mykmart.com. They're kind of sifting through user reviews and then printing out little blurbs from them and putting them in front of Okay, games. so that alone makes me think these are going to be quite edited, or choice words are going to be sp- picked. Well, it's, it's going to be like a movie poster or something. So. Really? Because I'm literally thinking, like, if they want this game to sell, let's not put any of the bad reviews up there. Like a Lost Planet 2 style thing? Oh, yeah, the, they would never put a bad review up there. Never? That's that's the thing. Like, they're tr- all of these are for promotional, so they're trying to sell it. So, like, Lost Planet 2 sitting there, they'll sift through all the reviews and find that one crazy person that said it was awesome, and then they'll take that and put it up yep. there. And then, you know, sell copies. That's really depressing. Or backbreaker. Well, whatever. It's it's promotional. I mean, video game boxes have some review blurbs on them. Like, it's like, IGN says it's the most excellentest game ever. And it's just kind of there. Like, they're not going to put, it's kind of alright. It's kind of mediocre. Maybe you should play it. They're not going to put that on the back of the box. So it's kind of the same thing. I suppose. It's more. It's an opportunity for you to get your word out there. In your local Do you think they're even going to put your name on there? Oh, actually, yeah. I don't know if they credit you. Um, I just... I think this is just weird. Like, Penny Arcade had a really good comic about this. I recommend checking that out at some point. Um, okay. It's not crazy appropriate, but uh, it's still kind of just basically voices my opinion of people are just going to submit stupid reviews, like, this game sucks, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, it's Halo, so everyone says best game forever, with a, the number four, not the word. 
EO, and then they'll just put, print that and put it up there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like to think that my Kmart people are a little, you know, more on the ball than that. Like, they're not going to put that Wait, up there. the my Kmart community? Uh, yeah, like, the uh, moderators there. Kmart's a pretty pretty tight ship over there. They're, they're pretty good, so. To my knowledge, last time I shopped there, I guess, 10, 11 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got the Saturn first. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it was. <laughs> anyway, alright, so that's happening. That's just, what, what else just is going stupid. on? Anyway, um, Batman, Arkham Asylum. I, I yeah, played it, that, you played that's it. That's a great game. It, I played it twice. I played it once, but I've always wanted to pick up the game of the year or the PC version because of new points. Yeah, I've, I've thought about that. Like, I, I basically had to play through it again to get my hard difficulty points, and then I, I, I would pick up a cheap game of the year edition and play through it again. It's In 3D? Game. Uh, I'd probably turn it on briefly and see what that's about, but... Yeah. Alright. Okay, yeah. so... I'm not sure if you had this issue going through the game... X-ray vision on all the time? That definitely happened at times, yeah. Like, where it's just like, I don't want to miss anything, so I'm going to keep it on. Like, And yeah. it, like, made it easier because you could see through the walls? Pretty much, yeah. Like, any time I was in, like, a stealth-type situation, like, taking down dudes, I'd have it on. Which apparently kind of upset the art director. Yeah, so the they're game. coming out and saying, that's not how we wanted people to play it. We put, like, the game looks great. Yeah, like, you turn that thing off, and you're like, wow, this is a really richly detailed environment. And, but, Too bad I kind of only see blue and red and, you know, lines. Exactly. Which, I, I mean, detective mode looked awesome, but they kind of wanted you to see other stuff. So they're planning for the sequel to kind of figure out a way where you don't need detective mode that much. Which I have, I have no idea how that would how that would work, but still be detective mode, hmm. and without making the game like super easy. What do you mean? Like you felt detective mode made the game easier? Well, of course it did, right? Well, yeah, and like well, especially with the stealth. And like, let, I'm just here's just like an example. I'm just just throwing out there. And a way to make detective to not need detective mode, but make it still as easy as detective mode was. Let's just have one long corridor. So you don't even need to see through the walls because everyone's right in front of you. Okay, so it's like that scene in Old Boy. I don't know what that movie is. I'm just going to keep making allusions to things. Like normal. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think they'll do that. They're pretty creative dudes. Maybe it'll be more like Condemned, where it's like you don't need to use your detective tools until you come upon a certain thing, and then the game will prompt you to use him. I suppose, because I guess that game, and the, the first one did kind of like, like the, make, force you to stick to like two of your tools, and you didn't need the rest. Yeah. Are you talking about Condemned specifically at this point? No, Batman. Yeah, Batman. Well, just I'm also thinking though, like there's all the additional kind of bonus stuff around, you know, like the riddles right. and everything, and some of that stuff you need to have the detective mode on right. to see the glowing. That's paint why I'm kind of just really confused how they'll make the game still be able to, like, have it make you find those things without detective mode. I guess they'll just change the kind of collectibles that you're looking for. We should say that the guy's name is uh, David Hego. Yep. Is that, is that how you pronounce that? I have that? no idea. H-E-G-O. Yeah. H-E-G-O, yeah. 
and aren't. Like, he, he, he basically feels like he put a lot of hard work into the game that wasn't really seen by a lot of people. And he's right, so, I don't know. Hopefully that turns out good. Uh, anyway, speaking, sticking with some Batman 2 stuff, do you want to kind of yeah. talk about this when you read more of it than I did? Like, the names? Oh, uh, it's nothing too crazy. It's more just a, a list of potential... Like, Warner Interactive licensed a bunch of websites that are going to be related to the promotion of Arkham Asylum 2 or whatever it's called, but some of them may be possible titles, such as uh, Batman Ashes of Gotham, Batman Broken Ground, uh, Batman New Arkham, Grand Delusion, Rise of Arkham, uh, Siege of Gotham, State of Villainy, which sounds really silly, but I kind of like it, City of Arkham, Close Arkham City. Uh, yeah, some of them are basically promotional in nature. Um... Close yeah. Arkham the, City is the worst one. Close Arkham City? Yeah. That, that sounds like a, it would be part of like some sort of marketing campaign or something. Like, it would just be oh, a website. Yeah. It would be, like, a picture of, like, you know, a City of Gotham sign, and there's just, like, a big sticker over it that says, Closed. You can't go in, because it's too crazy. There's villains everywhere. I'm thinking Siege of Gotham, or Ashes of Gotham, or... Rise of Arkham are my favorites. I'm not sure what Grand Delusion would refer to. Like, would that be like a scarecrow type thing? He's gonna do his Batman Begins thing and gas all of Gotham and make them insane? Do you think? I have no idea. I'm just looking at Where'sBruceWayne.com yeah, that would probably be a promotional one as well. Yeah. Mayor Sharp. Okay, let's let's try and pick some of these ones that could actually be the name of the game. State of oh, Villainy. I, 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 I don't think that would actually be the name because it sounds kind of goofy, but... Siege of Gotham. That's the tone they're going for. Siege of Gotham sounds feasible. Uh, Rise of Arkham, I thought, also sounded feasible. But I kind of want to believe that they're going to not use Arkham again. And I, I think they kind of have to that, or they could just use Batman. Right, like it'll be Batman, but and they won't have Arkham in the name. I think they'd want to evoke that though, because that first game was awesome, and there's that name recognition. Oh, just but to say again, like, like you said, like ones? Batman. So you're saying State of Villainy is is a solid one? I think State what of Villainy. Broken you Ground. Want... Sorry. Broken Ground or Ashes of Gotham. Those don't have Arkham as well. I could see Ashes of Gotham. I don't really think Broken Ground works. Um, what? I don't know what they'd be referring to, really, but yeah. Um, I guess Rise of Arkham would be like a really easy one to pull off and still stick to Arkham. But that's li- yeah. but Rise of Arkham literally is the plot of Arkham Asylum. Mm, kind of, but like it's yeah, I guess so. It's like a prison uprising or something. Yeah. And I, and I kind of want to believe they're going to open the world up to, like, the city a bit. So that's why I kind of yeah. think they are gonna they need to have Gotham in the name. They said when this is coming out. It was supposed to be this year, but it keeps getting pushed back, I believe. I think it's around December right now. Okay, I really hope it isn't this year, because it's not really enough time to make a quality game. You know? Right. Well, they I, I, I could see them doing it if they keep a lot of, like, the models and stuff. Yeah, but that's at that point I'd kind of be bummed out. Like if you're in Gotham City and they still have gargoyles everywhere, 
and it's the Joker again, and it's his same cronies or something like that. Would just be silly. Well, like, how do you feel about Assassin's Creed Brotherhood? I'm not very good about it at all. Okay, it sounds kind of like a cash in for e- suckers. Even though they're doing like a full like 20 hour single player campaign again. Like, yeah, but haven't we gone over, like, it's pretty much all Ezio stuff, so who cares? That's kind of my Well, I guess that. in the grand scheme, it's not the important storyline, but still, Assassin's you know Creed was and, fun. Like, for bringing up Assassin's Creed, like, I basically had this conversation, like, a, recently, and that game is kind of a sham. I don't know, like, do you feel good about your purchase of it? Because I rented that game did everything there is and then returned it. And the way, like, working in retail, you get to see how many copies of Assassin's Creed you get traded in. It is, like, ten times more than any other game. Like, we have piles of Assassin's Creed 2 and Assassin's Creed 1 because it's the exact kind of game that you play through one time and then never look at again because you're done. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I I feel justified buying it because I really enjoyed it. Would you ever play it again? No, but neither did I to the first one, and I still feel fine with that. Okay. But and, but, the, the, but then you have to look at a Brotherhood, and it has a huge multiplayer aspect, so that changes the whole thing. Okay, that that does kind of make sense. I kind of just wish they'd roll that into Assassin's Creed Three and make that a meaningful thing. But I get, I, I guess. I'll, I'll keep an eye on what that turns out to be. No, nah, because I'm if the multiplayer totally flops, then they're just bringing down Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. Whereas we can, we can kind of make well, a Well, no, big... but at the same time, like, whenever that happens, like, there's a lot of great games that have, you know, a great single player and then, like, a mediocre, at best, multiplayer. Like, I'd consider Grand Theft Auto 4 one of those, or Metal Gear Solid 4 especially. That multiplayer is garbage. No one cares about it. And it's still there, but, you know, that game still gets 10-star reviews and everything because it doesn't really matter. But most like of it, the, like, I don't know what the issue with Metal Gear Solid 4 was, but like, I got in play. Mainly, it's, like, really, really hard to sign up to actually get online playing stuff. Like, you gotta go through Konami. Yeah, a bunch so of that's, that's almost like it's not even in the game. Because I know a lot of other games, though, the review score will be lowered if that aspect of the game is not good. Hmm... I guess. It doesn't happen as often, though. I don't know. Like, a strong single-player game can overshadow a mediocre multiplayer portion. Like, The Darkness also has crappy multiplayer. But who cares? Because no one plays it. Or The Stranglehold. That game had garbage multiplayer. You know what I'm saying? I didn't play Stranglehold. It's also not a very good game. (laughs) That was my weakest example so far. There you go. All right, anyway, moving on to our last story of the evening. One verse 100. Oh. Okay. Oh, did you have so more to Assassin's say? Assassin's Creed, kind of garbage. I, I, I don't agree with that at all. All right. Like, play it once. It's like, you know, great rental. And, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't feel we concluded that matter, really. But, all right. Sorry, what were you saying? So, one verse 100. Yeah. Did you play it at all? Um first rolled out, I kind of got in on some stuff. Uh, as it kind of kept going on, I kept getting more and more confused as to when it was actually happening, and I would often be 
out doing something because it was like it was usually at like nine o'clock on like a Friday or something. Right? The live sessions were yes, but they I know at least I know for season two they usually had the game running in some form like all times of the day. I thought it was like every night. It's not like all the time. No, I think it was like all the time. Okay, but it, I don't know. I did find maybe some every of the... like afternoon to evening kind of thing, but it was like every day though. But those were like purely automated kind of yeah. themed ones. I did enjoy like there was one time where they did straight up video game trivia. I played that. I was in like the top ten for the leaderboard on that one. I was like, yeah, this is pretty awesome. This is a cool trivia game. But that was like last summer. So I don't know. I didn't I didn't get playing it as much as I, you know, would have liked, but it's a cool free game. I'm looking forward to next season. That's the thing. No what? next season. Yeah. <laughs> what are so you talking they, they, about? They've decided there's no season three, which I'm really confused about because I figured that which is just making them advertising bucks like a thousand million dollars. Like, yeah, they did post some numbers in the story saying like 114,000 people were playing at one time at one point. Yep. That sounds pretty successful. And that's only like at one point. I believe every day on the live sessions at least, they were at least hitting around 70,000, maybe 50,000 at lowest. And the automated one, you would see around maybe like 10,000 at most on the automated ones. Mm-hmm. Usually more around six thousand, but either way, you throw an ad there. That ad's just been seen by six thousand people. Yeah, that's. It seemed like a solid business model. I'm not really sure what their reasoning is, but how did they? How did they say they were canceling it and everything? I they haven't really, really come out with a reason at all. Oh, yeah. They just kind of said we learned some good lessons from this, and you'll be seeing some of that in future products. Right. Which, I hope that kind of reopens up the whole Xbox Prime Time thing, because the, they had, like, a bunch of plans for that, and it just mm-hmm. never really happened outside of 1 vs. 100. Right, and the but other like, game they announced was, like, that Joyride thing, which they just kind of turned into a Kinect game. Right, yeah. But they had always kind of, they were, when that was first being talked, they were about, they were like, yeah, we want to have, like, an entire, like, kind of, like, complete new experience for you to come here every night and ex- have fun on your Xbox. Mm-hmm. With, and like, they just the kind of Xbox Live community and everything. Exactly. I I'm really confused why they took it down. Hmm. Chris Cashman, he's he's pretty sad. Yeah, I didn't hate Chris Cashman. Yeah, he he was fine. He was enthusiastic. It's too like, bad. It's too bad. Like, hey, free achievements. I when they put achievements in there, I played a ton of that game. That's the thing. Like now, I can never get any of the ones I missed, so it's kind of sad. Well, you had, like, like almost like a, like an eight-month period of when that show was on, game was on. I know. It? And I just kind of was, I took it for granted. I was just like, oh, man, it'll be back. It'll all, it'll always be there. It'll always now, be there for tons me. tons of people like you are kicking themselves. You're right. I am. It, it's, yeah, no good. Oh, well, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm glad it happened. I really, I enjoyed it. It was a really cool thing they did. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah. And I hope it, that paves the way for some more, like, free content of this quality. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jeopardy. That, With thousands be kinda, of people. That would be kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I said it, and then I was like, never mind. That's, hey, that's did you terrible. get a, did you get a chance to answer? No, I kept trying to buzz in, but someone was always faster than me. 
Yeah, of of the hundred fourteen thousand of us, those three people keep keep hitting it faster. I don't know. They must have like a turbo controller or something. That yeah, that would not work at all. It's too bad. It's just it's a game show I rather enjoy. But yeah, anyway. Anyway, um, so that's gonna wrap up news this week. Let's move on to yeah. some emails. Okay, emails. We got a bunch uh, from a bunch of people, so we'll spend a bit of time with these. Starting off, Mike J. Question one. What's your, in our opinion, um, oh, sorry, what is our opinion of the Star Fox games and the characters within the game? Okay. Do you, do you want me to go first? or? Go ahead. Okay. Um, Most of my Star Fox time was spent with uh, Star Fox 64 which I beat many, many times. Uh, it's, 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 it was pretty good. Um, Slippy Toad has a really ridiculous voice, and I was never <laughs> sure on the gender of that character. He's a boy. It's, it's apparently a him, but it was clearly a woman doing the voice, which is weird. But yeah. Okay. Star, Star Wolf's crew was kind of all right. You know, remember Andrew? Uncle yep. Andros, that guy. Uh, Leon, he's that chameleon. That that was pretty good. Um, it, I don't know. Yeah, the like colorful characters flying around fighting. I, I it's a pretty solid series. Oh, Falco's kind of a dick. Um, Peppy Hare is pretty awesome. Peppy Hare, that's my favorite. He's your favorite? Yeah, I'm. Why? I just decided. Just because he kind of went on to be an ambassador or something, and that's kind of awesome. And he's a rabbit. Oh, that's right. So You're you know, right, he's yeah. kind of like one of the more cuddly animals. But he he'll shoot you with some lasers, and that that's pretty good. But yeah. There you go. Um, I guess the later, like, does he ask like which of our, which of the, about the game specifically as well? Yeah, just kind of like, what's your general opinion of the Star Fox games? Which is our favorite? Right, the like, next one. Yeah, I was like mad pumped about Star Fox, like up until Star Fox Adventures, which I wasn't I, a huge fan of that. I, yeah. however, really liked Assault. Okay, like that's the thing. Like I, I'm so psyched for Adventures, and I bought it, and I beat it. But I was kind of just vaguely bummed out by most of it, because it's just kind of like a bad Zelda clone, but with a little yeah. dinosaur following you around and everything. And Crystal, I think was her yeah, name. Yeah, what's your? I was going to ask, what's your opinion of Crystal? She was weird. Like, it's, it's like they clearly kind of sexed her up a bit, but she's like a fox, and that was just uncomfortable. She was purple. It, it was weird. A weird addition to the series. I don't know. It wasn't a big fan. But, yeah, I kind of dropped off the Star Fox train at that point, so I didn't even play Assault, which, w- Assault was pretty good. I really enjoyed Assault. It it had a, it brought back a, the flying, and it had a bunch of uh, some ground mechanics as well. I just played a ton of the multiplayer, really. It was a short game, and I played a ton of that multiplayer with my friends. Oh, okay. Like, four-player split screen, or? Yeah, exactly. So flying um, around, shooting. Like, I guess the N64 one had a little thing where you're running around with, like, a rocket launcher. Is that the ground combat or yeah yeah you however they had more than just the rocket launcher uh they had like snipers and all sorts of guns Mm -hmm. and you could have like shields and different power-ups and stuff and uh yeah uh like i would do a lot of like the homing rocket launcher one where you control the rocket and you'd be in these weird like multi-level towers fighting each other and stuff Hmm. it was pretty good i really enjoyed it Especially the maps where you could choose where, like, if you want to jump in a ship right now, go ahead. If you want to fly, go ahead. All is three it, were able to. Is there still, like, Landmaster Tank and, like, submarine stuff? 
there's nothing submarine, okay. but there is the Landmaster tank. All right. Which that N64 game had some cool level variety stuff that I was kind of into. Highly replayable game. Like, it's really short. It's like two hours or something, but I, I probably beat it like 12 times. So it's, it's, it's yeah. Start, I, I played a little bit of Command, like the DS one. Wasn't really feeling it, just the whole I wasn't really it. huge into it, no. Yeah. What, what are their plans for Star Fox right now? Like, is there anything announced? I believe at E3 they said they were bringing Star Fox 64 to the 3DS. Oh, right, okay. I I don't know how I'd feel about, like, a Wii Star Fox game. I, 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 I just think they would kind of put weird motion controls in there. I Yeah, I'd hope they wouldn't, but they probably would. But in general, like, yeah, I enjoy the characters and, like, the universe, like the Lilat system and all that. But other than 64, I'm not too big on the games themselves. But, yeah. Okay. Um, and his last question is, uh, how would you like to see the series revived? Oh. Um, a Wii game that lets you use normal controllers. Just plug a game like the classic controller? controller? Or, yeah, the classic controller. That, or, like, really minimal motion stuff. I don't know. I kind of wish Rare was still able to do those, because they kind of did a really good job. And then it was Namco or something took over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't well, they are do they are bringing the and they are bringing the N sixty four one to the three DS, which is fine, but that's not really reviving the series. I can see that game recent... working pretty well in three D though. Like there's right, always yeah, stuff yeah. flying at you. Exactly. Yeah. Like I think it'll be good. I think that'll work. But that's not so much reviving the series. It's kind of just saying, do you remember this? Because like the most recent would be have been Command, and I wasn't a huge fan of Command. Yeah. I guess that's kind of the Nintendo way, though, is to just kind of be like, hey, remember this? Here it is again. And then, like, for us, it's a nostalgia play, and for kids, it's like, what's this crazy new game? Star Fox, what's that? Because they don't have an N64. Exa- exactly, and I don't really consider that reviving, though. I guess not. I, I will totally buy a 3DS Star Fox, though. Yep. I'm there as well. Yeah. But, like, where do they go from there? Like, I don't know. Like, do you want them to do, like... What was the last... Like, what was going on in... Uh... Assault. Like, was there big story stuff that went down? Like, same cast of characters or whatever? Do you remember? Yeah, same cast of characters, and, like, Falco had, like, gone rogue, but then he comes in at the end to save you. Okay. So just um, get those guys again, like, five, ten years later. They're seasoned veterans. That, or do you, you want, want them like, to, like, change reboot? the characters a bit? Do you want, like, a series reboot where it's, like, Young Fox just got out of the academy? <laughs> he's heading, he's heading out. He's flying, he's gonna do his first mission. And like General Pepper's there, and he's he's like not a general yet. Are you saying like, like if they're doing like a season veteran that Pepper Pepper's getting too old for this shit? No, no. Like I'm saying, like back <laughs> when he was a young puppy. I know, but I was saying for like the veteran one, if they do like ten years oh, later. Oh yeah, he's real. Like, Pepper, he's Pepper's got, he's like Fox. I've been out of the game for too long. I can't go back. You're getting he's a got new one of partner. Those, like cones dogs have when they're getting old, <laughs> even though he's a rabbit. Chewing their own wolf, skin. Wolf comes in with one of those cones. <laughs> well, he was beat up real bad in the end of Star Fox. I don't even know if he's still alive. Like, didn't they I die? Believe he, I believe he's in Assault. Okay. Like, I remember he had, like, an eye patch and stuff. When okay, what back. I want, what I want is a cop movie. Who's that, Leon? Okay. Like, a cop drama 
where Pepper's like, Fox, you're getting a new teammate. He's like, I don't need another teammate. Alright. So I want them to reimagine it as a gritty detective drama where Fox is teamed up with Falco and it's like a hilarious buddy cop thing. They were, but but Falco died and Fox vowed to never have another partner. Okay, but wait, now he's so got who's this his p- new partner, Slippy? Slippy, but they've never met. It's a it's a it's a whole different universe. And Slippy's voiced by Chris Tucker. Okay. <laughs> no, just just go with me on this, all right? General General Pepper's the police chief. Yeah, all right. <laughs> what are they investigating? Like interstellar crime? Space crime. Space crime. Oh, but are they still flying spaceships? Man, this this guy was c- clearly space murdered in space. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is like that robot there, Rob 64 or whatever? Yes, he is their computer system. Like he's Knight, he's Kit. Okay. So they drive around in this, like, Rob 64 car. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a spaceship, because it's space. It's a space car, spaceship. All right. Um, and the, the computer <laughs> is clearly the uh, comic relief, and it says witty things all the time. All right. I'd play that game as well. But Okay. So, yes, we want Star Fox to be reimagined. We don't have any good ideas for how that would, <laughs> how that would work out. I don't know. I think it's a great idea, and Nintendo should get right on it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Star Fox is pretty great. Rumble, rumble. All right, moving on. Uh, New, uh, this is from Tom C. Uh, He is bringing up a lot of the whole Marcus PSP thing going on, which is really good because I was looking for an excuse to say I hate Marcus. Okay. So let me just read his email quickly. I was wondering, after a short presentation at E3, a new spokesman in the form of Marcus and the PSP Go said to have been an experiment. What are your opinions on the future of Sony handheld market? Can uh, the few big name titles like God of War, Parasite Eve, and the like keep the system alive? Okay, Parasite Eve, is that a thing on PSP? Like That sounded like a mistake. Because as far as I know, uh, there's no Parasite Eve game on PSP. That was like a square I don't game know. on PS1. I know it was on the PlayStation 1. I think it's coming to the PSP. I think that's the thing, and people are just really excited. Okay. I'm pretty sure I, I'm I, right I don't care what Square is doing anymore, so I might have just missed that news. So, all right, that that might be a thing. Um, I never played Parasite Eve. I still like Square. You know, like, and I... Um, do we want to talk about Marcus first, or the... Let's go into Marcus first. Okay. Um, I don't like Mar- Marcus at all. Yeah, that said, I'm a I'm a Kevin Butler fan. That guy's that guy can spit some game, and it's funny. I'm not a huge Kevin Butler fan. Even the commercials, though. Like, I mean, I know you weren't a fan of his E3 appearance, but I I the still find the commercials are kind okay, of, kind of pretty good. They're they're definitely tolerable. Okay, my only like, is there a bunch of Marcus ones? Because my only one has been the one they're playing at movie theaters right now, where it's basically Kevin Butler talking to Marcus. And Marcus is all like, yo, what's up with that PSP? I'm going to take over for that. And then Kevin Butler's just like, huh? All right, whatever. Is it, is it the tie. one where he's like, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something. We don't need a man in a clip on tie. We got good kids playing bad games. So, Are they basically saying there's bad games on the PSP? They're admitting that? No. They're, I think what they're saying is we need him to start playing the PSP because they're playing bad games like the 360 or the DS. Oh, so they oh, got so good they're, they're kids talking playing bad games. They're like, yeah. we need to get those kids playing the PSP because the PSP is sweet. It's got it's, it's got, got like good Monster games Hunter. for good kids. Yeah, it's so. got sweet copies of Loco Roco. Yeah, man, the PSP. Uh, okay, 
Marcus, like, I don't hate the kid himself. I like. Have you ever I seen? Because I've seen it, I've seen some of his other acting, and he literally plays the kind of like kid who speaks to adults in a disrespectful tone. Yeah, you're and, right. Because he knows everything, and you're right. Like he's he's a very one note kind of dude, and you're right. But I thought it worked in role models. Also, I didn't hate that movie. But whatever. Here, yeah, Marcus is kind of annoying. Like, I don't like that direction for this advertising campaign. Also, the PSP, as far as I'm concerned, is dead. Like, it's... Yes, you're right. Like, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker came out, didn't really care. And that's, like, the last, like, big marquee title that I can think of for that system. Unless Parasite Eve really is setting message boards on fire or something. I, I don't know. From but, what I understand, it is, but I have no attachment to it. So, man, yeah, like just there's literally nothing that I go into saying this would work really good on the PSP. Yeah, like especially the PSP. Like this is for the PSP. The last stuff I picked up for PSP was like last holiday season, and it was like weird, offbeat, wonky stuff. Like I picked up Half Minute Hero and Kenkabancho Badass Rumble. And you could easily play those on a home console. Uh, yeah. Like, I would have been way into Half-Minute Hero being, like, an XBLA game for, like, 15 bucks. I would have done that. That would have been awesome. I would have played it way more. Uh, Kinkabancha, though, I don't know. That that could have been a PS2 game, really. I don't know. It. Why? I, I didn't... Just, like, it's 3D beat-em-up stuff that doesn't really fit well with the whole one analog stick thing. I don't know. Yeah, PSP hasn't really mattered in a while. And I don't think this advertising campaign will necessarily change that. Like, the PSP Go is pretty much a failure, right? Right. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I Going forward for, like, PlayStation Portable stuff, like, do you think they'll do a straight-up PSP 2? And just kind of commit to the downloadable content thing from the get-go? I just, I just don't know what a PSP 2 could have that'll make it now a decent platform hmm. every the thing the psp has is we we have handheld games but they look great and i'm thinking well yeah but eventually it just gets to the point where they look well enough that the developer also makes it for like my ps3 and i would just rather play it on my ps3 yeah that was a big my problem with most of the games where it's like it's a port of a ps2 game or it gets ported to the ps2 a few months later that just kind of yeah uh, I I don't want to bring it up in a joking way, but my favorite PSP game is Work Time Fun. And that could have been done elsewhere as well. But I, at the time, it kind of worked because it's just like zany, weird micro games with kind of a little... Yeah, but exactly, but nothing about it screams this is a PSP game. That could be on an iPhone. That Yeah, or it could have been like a weird DS game as well. So yeah, I mean, I'm glad it was on the PSP but, yeah. Oh, I guess they had full video stuff, which maybe they couldn't do on a DS card or something. Okay, you get you have that on your iPhone, you have that on your iPod. It's like now, but back in 2006 or whatever, that was that was a thing. Okay, so let's talk PSP2. Luminous was also what, good. what does the PSP2 need to have for you to be able to like think it's... Okay, now I see what you're doing. Okay, um... Hmm, thing with, like, like 3G support, <laughs> but that would be kind of terrible, because so, at that point, you might as well, you're an N-Gage or something, you got your phone 
game system, that that's no good. Also, you'd be competing directly with Apple. Just, I don't know, like weird micro games or something that you can just download quickly and easily. Like, maybe make a Steam type thing. Like, I don't hate the idea they went with PSP Go, like the whole downloadable store thing. Like, I actually bought Prinny Can I Really Be the Hero for like $10 because they had a big promo sale thing when it first came out. And Work Time Fun was like on sale as well. So I, I, I kind of see where you're like, going. I kind of wish they that had like a better online store kind of thing where it was like there was an advantage to buying it online as opposed like the way it was working was it's like Tekken 6 or Tech what was it called on Tekken 6, right? There was a PSP port of Tekken 6. Tekken 6? I think I they know just there was Dark it that. Resurrection. But there was also a oh, new Oh, actually there was Tekken 6. Yeah, there was right, Tekken yeah. 6. So like Tekken 6 comes out, it's also on the online store but it's still $40. Like that's just nonsense. Like, the way iTunes kind of works with the whole music thing is it's, like, it's significantly cheaper than buying a CD in a store. So the only way that would work is it's, like, it comes out, it's $40 in the store, it's 25 on your PSP Go interface or whatever. You could just download it. But at that point, Sony's kind of sticking it to retailers. Right. So, yeah, that's that's not really best way what what kind of excites me which is a bit of an off-topic thing uh-huh. um when i think of the 360 and let's say there was a, a handheld gaming device for microsoft yeah the aspect of playing my arcade games for achievements right. on my three on a handheld there was that notion kind of floated out there with like windows phones or something they, right. they did bring that up i think it was at like ces or something but no, nothing has really come from that. Not really. But no. that but that, that would be a cool and, idea. And literally, if my PSP, like, let's say I was into trophies like I am achievements. Yeah. If my PSP somehow got me PlayStation Network games, like not, like literally only games I can get on the PlayStation Network. Right, like I can not, play some Trash Panic on my PSP Yeah, Co. like some Shatter. Like if it's, if it's literally Dante's Inferno, I'm going to play that on my... 360. I'm going to play that on my PS3, but if it's like a PlayStation Network game, Shatter, Flower, whatever, nope, and I can get trophies for it, that's, I'm, that interests me. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. So you would just want like a weird portable PS3? More like a weird portable PlayStation Network or a portable Xbox Live Arcade. Okay. Like, arcade on the go. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. They're in kind of a tough spot right now. I'm not they sure. They are, because like... literally they've made their platform so, like, look so good enough, mm-hmm. or well enough, that why not just get it on your home console? Yeah, and then you still have to deal with the loading times and everything in the portable, so you're actually having a bit of a worse experience. And I never really want to play, like, a Prince of Persia on the bus, or something, you know? No. Like that's, well, that's, that's a specific, really that that's was... a weird case because that one in Prince of Persia, like I did play that one, and it's terrible because in a game like that you need to be able to look around and see, okay, I can climb up that wall, uh-huh. and it just doesn't work on that small screen. Yeah. But even something like, did you did you play any shooters like like um, uh, Siphon Filter? On shooter shooters, I don't. Okay, think here so. Metal Gear Solid, I played Portable Ops. I much preferred the console games. Sure. Yeah. Like I love Metal Gear. But yeah, I didn't play much Portable Ops. Like, I bought Portable Ops, I, I tried it out, just, I don't know, I'd rather play Metal Gear Solid 3 or something. 
Like I don't, okay, I don't so... even care if there's a new story there. Like it's just an unpleasant way to get at it. So yeah, that I hate to keep coming back to it, but yeah, like work time fun. Like just have that weird portable thing. Like you play it for like a minute and a half, and then you just turn it off, and you're fine. And, and nothing about that is PSP specific. Nothing in that game. Says, I guess not, this but that game like PSP. seems very like uh, PlayStation Network like. You know, like it's just small, easy to put down. It, oh, it also seems like DSiWare like. I know. I'm just saying, like it's like your arcade box or whatever. You know exactly. what I mean? Like that's but why some of the most I'm... popular titles like went on to become arcade titles, like Puzzle Quest and Lumines. Like both of those are that, available on Xbox. That's what I'm saying. Nothing PSN. about work time fun. I don't know. But screams. This is why it's on the PSP. Yeah. Like it's it's on there, and you're only saying you like it on there because it's on there. But if that was on the DS, if that was or on, on my PSN else, or whatever, I'd play it there. You would play it there. Well, except or, or I, was, that is a great road trip game, though. Right. You so if it's on your DS, that you're not gonna like if it, it, you're not gonna feel any different. If it's on your iPhone, you're probably gonna enjoy it more. Mm, well, it's more at hand. I don't know. I I still think that's one extraordinary. PSP title, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, PSP is his in second question. That, that's it. Yeah. Okay. His second question. Um. So he brings up that Mortal Kombat teaser movie mm-hmm. from like a month or so back. Yep. Um. Would we like to see the movie series take such a dra- drastic turn into a more plausible explanation for the characters? So I guess one thing we should say that teaser thing—they're not making a movie, right? Uh, I th- not really. I think that was kind of like a proof of concept pitch video or yeah. something. So um, yeah. However, watching it, I kind of w- w- wish they would make a video, like a movie. Sorry. Yeah, like I, I was kind of feeling some of the weird dark fiction kind of take they had on it all. Right. Then they kind of like literally everything that was not real. They kind of were like, oh yeah, it's this rare disease, and that's why he looks like this. And he also likes eating people's heads. Reptile. There you go. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't seen any of the Mortal Kombat movies. Um, yeah, actually, you're. I haven't either. Like, I've heard reasonably decent stuff about the first one, and basically universally horrible things about Annihilation. Uh, yeah, maybe take a, a less campy approach. It might just be kind of too self-serious, though, and kind of come across a little silly. Like, some of that stuff kind of was a little silly. Like, Baraka or whatever. Right, but, it, but if it's like, like it knows it's being silly, I think it would be okay. Yeah, as long as it's still just kind of having fun, but in kind of just a more grounded way that's not like, I don't know, the Outer Realm, and there's weird super wizards, and they throw lightning. Like, I don't want it to become, like, a funny thing. Oh, okay, like, you don't want it to become self-aware campy. But... Right, like I'm fine if they're self-aware, but I don't want them to be, be start making fun of it. Like I, because they weren't making fun of anything in the trailer, and I, and I liked that. Okay, I thought it looked good. Yeah. I actually was came out of that thinking, I would probably go see this movie. Hmm. Are you a big Mortal Kombat fan, really? Not a huge one, but I don't. But I have played it. Like I was really into uh, MK versus DC. Okay. And some of the Mortal Kombat back on like the Genesis. Okay. Like, yeah, I picked up DC, uh, and it was pretty good. Beyond that, though, not... I, like, my history with anyway. the series doesn't go too far back. Yeah, so, uh... I kind of liked what I, I like saw, I, though, yeah. 
Yeah, I would appreciate it. Anyway, moving on. Next person, Grant L. Uh, they write in with a few. Um, I guess kind of the first one is, what is our thoughts on just kind of generalized new games coming out? Um, he thinks that they're slowing down. There's a lot, lot scheduled later on, but for now, what do we have? Not much. He's right. Like I've been looking at the summer release. It's Crackdown 2 and then Kane and Lynch 2 for me. Yeah, like there's some stuff in... Which is like... Was there more stuff in August? Uh, just, there's Metroid Other M. Yeah, which is like a prominent title. StarCraft 2 for all of the PC kids. Right. Um, I'm not interested at all, but that's a pretty big thing. I don't know. I feel like we've had a pretty good year so far, though. We like, have. We have. Literally, this is the only part where I'm not looking towards uh, like two weeks from now going, okay, I have to finish this game because in two weeks this is coming out. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed like the first like four or five months of 2010. Like, I felt it was just like a kind of an embarrassment of riches situation where it was just like, wow, this never happens where like big, awesome games are coming out in May. So th- right. that was kind of refreshing. So I think... I don't know. It's I don't know really what he's saying. Like he's looking forward to in the next few months, though, because like I was, I'm kind of looking forward to this holiday season, and it seems a little dry. Like it's like um, unless you're way into connect out. and move stuff, there's really not that much going on. I guess Fable Three. Right. I was I know there's a bunch coming out in September. I was actually interested, but I like, can't there's remember. Halo I know Reach, Professor... which I I'll play that. I right. I don't know about that Spider-Man game. I'm kind of looking forward to that. I, don't, I was interested. I don't know. Like, we'll see how that turns out. Um, yeah. Um, I guess recent release though. Like, I do want to play Singularity, so that just happened. As well. Professor Layton's coming out later, which I'm really interested in. Yeah. Also, that movie. Yes. It's coming out it, really close to the same time. What's like time. the big Nintendo title this holiday? Is there anything? Um, Kirby, no, is that I've... happening? Like, is like is that stuff they talked about, like Donkey Kong or whatever? Is that happening this year? No, it's not. It's next year. Hmm. Um, oh, it's because Skyward Sword is really early 11. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought that would it's be early. like Christmas next year or something. I believe No, I believe it's it's early 11, or at least something they're doing is early 11. Okay. But uh, just, no, you have other... It seems like a lot of the E3 announcements like just seem like they're next year. So this year is just like Dance Central, whatever... Uh, I'm still really psyched about Dead Rising 2, but that's not until right. September oh, that now well. or whatever, so that that kind of sucks. Um, well, I think that's a we're getting a good lineup. Like for me, I mean, I'm sure there's like, a I'm bunch of people cute... excited about Black Ops. I just want to say that. Right, that's there's that. Like, okay, let's just go by like majority people unbiased because I I don't like Call of Duty too much or Halo, but they got Halo Reach, you got Black Ops. I'm looking forward to Professor Layton, Metroid, Dead Rising 2. Yeah. I guess that's... I can't can't remember what else. It still um, seems a little had... slow for a holiday season. I guess Connect is... Everyone's hoping it's a big thing. And it's PlayStation Move. But I I just gotta say, don't care about anything they've showed with PlayStation Move so far. Like, the fight. Or Move Sports or whatever. Maybe, people keep talking about sorcery, though. And I've been meaning to check that out. So maybe there'll be something. And I already have the camera. So, maybe. But yeah, right now, unless you're into StarCraft, uh, nothing until mid-August. So yeah, there's a couple weeks. I'm I'm enjoying it, though, because it gives me the opportunity to go back into the back catalog and play stuff like Half-Life 2. 
So yeah, that was that's why I I was kind of like I picked up a ton of these games and normally I would never be able to touch them, but now it's just like, well, I'm kind of just waiting on Kane and Lynch too. Yeah. So sure, I'll play Bionic Commando. I never played that. Yeah, and I've been waiting for like a nice slate of time to play some Dragon Age for real. And I I was literally thinking of putting that in tonight. Yeah, and I want to replay Mass Effect at some point because there's all that DLC out there now, and I never did beat it on Insane. So I don't know. I I never really feel like. There's nothing going on in terms of game stuff. Like, I guess you're right. There's okay. not much new releases right now, but I don't know. Just go play old games. Oh, and Xbox Live Arcade is picking up the slack. They did that last right, summer, yeah. too. Like, Shadow Complex was there. What's how, What's your opinion of everything being 1200 this year? Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I believe everything was said it's at 1200. What were, what were the kind of the ones? Like, I mean... Castlevania, if it's cool, that's that's great. Like I'm fine with that. Uh, Limbo looks awesome enough to justify that, but at the same time, I don't know how replayable that game will be. But I hope it has clever achievements that kind of pr- prompt me to play it a couple times. What are the other two though? There's like some sort of Monday Night Combat, which there's there's three more coming out. There's like um, the Hydro one, like the the jet boat one. Oh right, Hydro Thunder. Hydro Thunder, right. Um, there's the Lara Croft, like, Guardian of the Light. Right, don't, don't really care, but, okay. Well, apparently it's like a j- dual joystick shooter. D- extra don't care, then, because I have some of those, and Okay, and then, yeah, joystick. that, um, that combat thing, which is apparently just, like, a big online class-based thing. Oh, wow, that doesn't sound interesting at all. Um... I know uh, Jeff from Giant Bomb is really interested in that. In Monday Night Combat? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't, maybe I shouldn't be so dismissive, but it on on paper it doesn't sound that great. So yeah, Castlevania and Limbo are my big ones this this time. But yeah, there's those are the same for me. And yeah, I guess I just got Death Spank and Monkey Island as well, and those are pretty recent XBLA games. Also, that Scott Pilgrim game is going to be coming out soon around there as well. Yeah, I'm really that's, to that. that's PSN, and that's looking pretty sharp. No, I, th- I believe it's both. Is it both? I believe it's okay, both. Okay, just the trailer I saw kind of branded it as a PSN game. Yeah, either way, PlayStation Network is still super interested in that. Yeah, so downloadable stuff. And I have the PlayStation right. Network. And... Yeah. Yeah, alright. There's stuff Alright, moving on. Um... He doesn't really have so many other questions, but he brings up a few topics I felt we could address. Okay. Um, so, for example, uh, he brings up a thing about sequels, and he says uh, when he sees a 2 at the end of the game, uh, he thinks that they're continuing a franchise that was fine where it originally was by using the same graphics or maybe only slightly updated graphics, story, and goal. Sequels are usually seen in his eyes as a game that is 90% of the time past its prime. If you're going to continue a sequel, you should bring an entirely new idea to the table or some sort of major twist that makes you forget about the first game instantly and focus on the new concept. Hmm. Um, I kind of disagree, because if you're doing a completely different thing, it defeats the point of the sequel. Like, if, the sequel if, like is... yeah, like, if you kind of prom... Like, by making it a sequel, you're kind of promising something similar to the first game, and right. if you just You're saying what was good about that, you're window. bringing it back then you're kind of going to disappoint a bunch of people. If 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 you're at the point where you're throwing everything out the window and making a different thing, you're literally only not making a new IP because you want the name value. Yeah. Which... And like I said, the point of the sequel is mainly for you to say, "Okay, you remember what was really fun about that? 
we're going to do it again, we're going to do it better. And we're going to make you have another good time, because we already set up this whole universe. That seems, and you liked it. Yeah, it seems like a lot of sequels are kind of about refinement, and just kind of listening to feedback from the first game. Like, that's one thing I will give, like, Assassin's Creed 2, is it's it's a much more enjoyable game. Like, it just moves a lot faster, it has a lot better pacing to it than the original. But I don't know. Like, it, it is very similar. Like, Portal 2, I'm kind of thinking, is a good idea. Like, it looks like they're kind of just taking the same concepts and evolving everything and making it way crazier. What's your opinion of Left 4 Dead 2? Left 4 Dead 2 was kind of the one where it seemed like they kind of just took the same thing and real like, it's almost like the improvements were a little too minor to justify it. I don't know. Like, I didn't play it nearly as much as I did the first one, even though it was technically better. You know, like, it was a little smoother and just more polished and everything, but I don't know. That that first game still had way more charm for me. Like, if someone was to get into Left 4 Dead now, though, would you say get the second one or get the first one? I would say the second one, easily. Yeah. Like, with a game like that, like, it's kind of, like, that kind of seems like it's more like the Madden type thing. Like, why would you ever get Madden 06 now? Other than points. Bad example. Madden 09. <laughs> Madden 10 is out. Why, what are you doing? Like, why would you get the old one? It's old now. It's okay, terrible. well then how about, the, how about Crackdown? <sighs> yeah, like, with Crackdown, because Crackdown 2 does so little to change the format, I'd almost literally look at someone and just be like, no, dude, like, this this one's the same, and it's $20. Buy that instead. I would, I would like, if if they were the same price, I would say the second one. Okay. If the second one was like, if the second one was just a bit more, like still a bit more, I would still say the second one. Like, do you just prefer zombies or something? Yeah, I enjoyed it more. Just the whole setup of it. Really? Um, like, I kind of liked the city looking sharp. Like, the whole devastation thing kind of just bummed me out. Like, I didn't really like the environments as much. I was, I was fine with it. The co-op was also better in the second one. Okay, that 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 element I didn't do anything with in the first but, one. But if it was like, let's say the first one's. 30 bucks and the second one's 40, I would say just get the second one. Okay, but the the reality right now is the second one's 70, the first one's like 15, so just buy the first right. one. Exactly. And if you like the first one, you'll probably to some extent like the second one, but I don't know. Or like Ratchet and Clank where they kind of just make the same kind of thing over and over, but with different settings and characters and levels, but it plays. Are you fine with that? I don't know, like, I've only played a handful of them. Like, I would never, ever play all seven or whatever Ratchet and Clank games. Like, that's just the... You don't want to do that. Like, the last one I played was Going Commando, which was the second one they made, and that came out, like, seven years ago. And now I'm playing, like, Kraken Time, and I'm fine with that. I, I have no desire whatsoever to go back and play, you know, Up Your Arsenal and... Oh, what are the other ones? Deadlocked. There's so many. Like I don't, I don't care. So yeah, some some series definitely need to kind of reinvent themselves and reinvigorate things. But you don't want to alienate your fan base by changing it up too much. So yeah, it's kind of a tricky game. I think right, like yeah. Prince of Persia is a good a good one for it. Because it's literally always the same stuff. Well, like, there's a certain list of things you can expect. Like, it's like, there's going to be platforming, there's going to be weird traps and stuff, and some manner of combat, and sand. Right. 
And and I always appreciate that because if they change it too much, they may as well do a new IP. But why do a new IP when you can have this name value and it'll sell more, which is kind of depressing because then you get less new IPs. Yeah. Hmm. But I still like each Prince of Persia because I can go into it expecting, well, I've loved the series up till now. And yeah, maybe they are making like their fifth one, or their I guess it would be the sixth if they do another one. I'm okay because I've enjoyed it every time I've gone back to it. Yeah. It's just I I don't know. How do you feel about like like the I kind of am baffled by the people that are like, oh dude, I got to go back and play the first one because I'm you know I'm tr- I want to get into this. Like when John went back to Uncharted one, I just thought he was kind of crazy because Uncharted two. I did the same thing. All right. Sorry, but I, I, I don't know. I, do like, I jumped on board at Uncharted 2, and I was like, this is awesome. This is great. I'm going to play this. You know? Like, I didn't really I need do it the first for game. the story. I, yeah. Like, if it's a story-driven game, but there, there's definitely a bunch of stuff where it's like, it really, really doesn't matter. Like, I also I, just like the experiences, and I, and it also gives me something to talk about, being like, the second one did this better. Mm-hmm. Like I did like, play a little I, no, Uncharted I do that one all the and time. didn't really like it, but then that didn't drive me no. away from Uncharted two, and then I eventually went back to Uncharted one, just to see. I actually what went, went down. I went to Uncharted one, didn't like it at all. Then went to Uncharted two and loved it. Okay. And like with Kane and Lynch, I picked that up just so I know what the story is. But you're still interested and... in Kane and Lynch too. Yeah. Okay. Infamous. I picked it up because I heard Infamous two coming out, and I was like, you know, I should probably play the first one. It was it was apparently great, and the second one's coming out now, so I should probably figure out what's going on. Yeah, I guess so. Like I do that all the time. Oh, like yeah, I guess Killzone is another one where I I don't care about the first game, and I just played the second one. So, I guess I'm. But different. weren't you saying with Crack and Time how they're just like picking up immediately, and you kind of wish you had played the first one? I guess, but at the same time, I've heard the first one has less inspired level design, so why would I put myself through that? I, d- I don't view games the same as movies in that way. Like, I've, like a trilogy of movies, you need to see all of them to know what's going on. Like games, typically, the st- they kind of reinvent themselves every time and refine to some extent. So, there there's definitely exceptions, but for the most part, just buy the newest one. And I guess a lot of the time with with movies, when they make it a trilogy, they they can easily not. Uh, like, okay, what games have to do a lot of the time is, let's say there's a trilogy, they, the, the three of them still have to be separate enough from each other in order to sell. Mm-hmm. They need to kind of have their own story, but still be, like, Assassin's Creed's a good example. Yeah. You may not know what, any of what Desmond stuff's going on, but if you just, if you're just, yeah, but the, the core of the gameplay is the Ezio stuff, so you're gonna get his entire story. Yeah, maybe, at the maybe same time, when, when customers were asking me about Assassin's Creed 2, I was kind of recommending they play Assassin's Creed 1, because the story stuff does kind of pick up immediately. Right. But at the same time, the that same first thing. game is a worse game, in terms of the right. gameplay. And I was saying, like, Assassin's Creed 2, it's pretty story-driven, so there's and it literally picks up immediately after Assassin's Creed 1. Uh-huh. However, Assassin's Creed 2 was still developed as... I don't want to say it's an as an independent game, but it was you could play the second one and still get the 
core gameplay of it without playing the first. Yeah. Because you have start-to-finish SEO story. Yeah. It's kind of in a weird... Whereas a lot of time with movies, like I'm like Lord of the Rings comes to mind. They don't have... To, the three of them don't have to be independent of each other in order to sell. Yeah, like you, or, you don't just watch Two Towers. You have to see all of it. And right, that's, whereas you can't yeah. really do that in games. It, it drastically drops your numbers or your yeah. sales. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, see, which I think tricky. that has to do a lot with like uh, just like the time commitment. Time, like oh, like of a game. Yeah, like you're not like if with a movie, if you kind of don't know what's going on, it's only an hour and a half, two hours of your time. Yeah, with like the, with the, the Rings, game, like you're three, going through still. like eight hours of. I have no idea what is going on. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a weird, tricky thing that way, huh? I don't know. Anyway, what else? Moving on. All right, this one is from Atomic Jack. They have a few questions. Okay, first off, with this Atomic Jack email, you isn't it talk about how? You're right. It is automatic. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Automatic Jack. My apologies. Uh, they bring up that. They finally got into Deadly Premonition and love it and are thanking us for sharing this gem with them. Okay. And they put a lot of the credit onto me, Sean, which that's fine. I was very enthusiastic about it, but if you're going to give the majority of the credit, like this has happened more than once now with people, it's uh, it's Nathan you should be giving that credit to. Hi, um, he was the I'm one Nathan. who during a few podcasts would not shut up. And just pissed everyone off about it. Right, yeah. I, I I don't know. I was I I feel safe in saying like I was the first from this crew to get into it. And I give that credit to Jim Sterling of Destructoid. But yeah. Um yeah. I think it I I'm fairly confident in saying it was me. But yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's a great game With, though, so I'm glad I'm glad you're enjoying it. And yeah, unless it was something like specifically I said, which who knows, maybe it could be, because I was also really interested in that game and very excited about it when I played it. But for the most part, out of the top-down perspective crew, it is Nathan you should be thinking. Anyway, moving on to your questions. Number one, given that both Earthbound and Deadly Premonition are auteur games set in Western culture as seen through Japan's eyes, what is it about us that makes Japan think that we eat hamburgers out of garbage cans, keep infinite cans of pineapple on our toilet seats, and sleep in random shacks? I think she's referencing Deadly Premonition a lot, how you can kind of just sleep everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how there's just, like, pickles found. I, I have a feeling that was just a gameplay mechanic, because you you need a place to recover health. Yeah, I, th- I found that more of kind of like a weird parody of video games conventions. Like, of finding really there's, weird stuff in unlikely places. There's that as well. I didn't play Earthbound, so I can't really talk about that. Yeah, I haven't played Earthbound either. Um, okay. The auteur theory is kind of a interesting way to put it. Like, I, I don't know enough about, like, Swery65 to know if he's qualifies, but I that is that is why I bought Spy Fiction. I kind of want to see right. if this same kind of tone and, like, weird subversive thing he does with Deadly Premonition anyway is true of his other games. From what I understand, it is supposed to be a spoof on Spy... Like stealth uh, games? games and, sp- and sp- like spy movies and stealth stuff like that. Okay. Um, and if that's the case, then clearly he is spoofing things in Deadly Premonition. So maybe so he, he kind of does, does have a consistent kind of approach. I haven't played it though. I just this has been yeah. just like I have I it. It's kind of on my reading. shelf forever, but I, I don't know. I have two of them, and they're both on my shelf. Yeah, you got a cheap one in the states or whatever. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm definitely very, very intrigued by Mr. Swery or whatever. And man, that guy tweets up a storm and he's really polite about it and it's awesome. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if the Otero theory applies, but maybe, maybe. Dead Permission's awesome. Uh, Twin Peaks inspired, which she mentions that as well, right? The Twin Peaks stuff? Because I gotta say, yeah, yeah. Uh, she talks about how there's like YouTube episodes of Twin Peaks of people just commenting, being like, "Did the premonition?" Hey, I, I damn it, premonition. This is a lot like it. Yeah, and that's I can say like I've been a fan of David Lynch for a while, but the final thing that made me watch all of that show was Deadly Premonition, and I know you just watched the first season as well, which yeah, that that is definitely where a lot of stuff comes from, and yep, thumbs up to that. all right um their second question so uh she wants more retail stories like what's the dumbest question a customer's asked us what's the rudest thing the customer's asked us i can't i can't think of much more i think we kind of gave our top ones at least me yeah last time i'm pretty sure i told the story about the guy who said i was an asshole and then came back and said i'm sorry that was that was inappropriate you didn't tell the story go ahead it's not a great story it was basically like well, it was like basically like he was trading in a bunch of PS2 games, and as is the way with uh, the store I work for, it's all kind of low prices for those. So it was like 20 games, and it was like, yep, that's like $3. And he was quite offended by that and kind of took it personally and attacked me verbally anyway. But then he came back and apologized and stuff, so that was fine. Uh, in terms of dumbest questions, like... <laughs> I shouldn't, but every single time it happens, I get really irked by it. Like, just the whole, like, is there, like, a Mario game for the Xbox? I was literally going to bring up, like, Halo on the PS2? Yeah, when's that coming out? When I get those, when I get those, I literally respond with, um, so that game doesn't exist. No. (laughs) But we have it on the 360, if you're interested. Okay, I've basically just become, like, no, actually, that one's made by, like, blank, and it's only on their console, like... Nintendo invented that, so it's not on anything else. But yeah, it comes up a surprising number of times, and it it always kind of just makes me sad. But you'd, you'd think they'd know by now. Like, the, no, there's there's no Zelda game on the 360, but we do have Darksiders. Yay! Yep, and Left 4 Dead is still not coming to the PS3. Nope. And I know your your I know your friend right beside you just said that his buddy has been playing it on the PS3, but he's lying to you. Like, he's wrong. He he doesn't know, and it's not true. Portal 2, though, the best one coming to the PS3. So, do you want pre-order? D- did you want to pre-order that? Because I can do that. Uh, that. Yeah. Um, Dumb questions. Like, the, the guy book stuff keeps happening with that we, guy. We yeah, talked about we him. We brought that up. But consistently bringing amazingly dumb questions. Still Every recently, because single... I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I've had a phone call from him. It was like the shortest one ever, though. It was like three minutes or something. New what did he ask? I I don't remember. There, there was one about Assassin's Creed, and kept going on about that. But more more recently, you know, I th- it, you, no, it was literally God of War again. It was changed, It was like the new PSP one, Ghost of Sparta. And it was like, is that coming to the PS3? And it's like, you know, probably not. But uh, do you think it might? You know, it might. It might be ported or something. I don't know, but it could happen. And he's like, oh, cool. Can I pre-order? I just made this up. It doesn't actually exist right now, but it could, in theory, happen. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, 
that that keeps happening. Uh, do you, do, can you think of any? I can't think of much recent. Um, we don't. I don't really get that many rude customers. Yeah, to be it honest. doesn't seem to happen very often. Like it, it does every so often, but I haven't had any recently. Uh, oh wait, I guess there was, like you know, people trying to return things without receipts. There was the water damage thing, which was great. Okay, go into that. That was actually a pretty funny story. I really liked that. Okay, like just like it was. It's been raining a lot lately. Dude walks in with like a sealed game, no receipt. I, it, Alan Wake is the game, and it's like yep. I pick, I look at it, and it's like clearly like water is under the plastic. Water's damaged this product. It is not cool. Also, he doesn't have a receipt, so he's already. You can't return this. I'm sorry. I don't know where you got this. But then it's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I, I, I can't I can't take this. It's water damage. Oh, it's not water damage. It's just rain. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that's exactly. I was right there. Yep. And I just I at that point I think I got a little short with him because I was just done. <laughs> I was just like, all right, um, bye. Yeah. No, your response was literally just like. Yeah, and that's water, so water damaged. <laughs> yeah, like I felt like I, I got a little, I got a little prickly at that point, but I was, I was flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Um, and no, you can't return things without receipts. So that's that's another thing. W- water. <laughs> anyway, I always, I always. This here's a bit of a rude one. When customers complain about like one of our advertisements not giving enough information, mm. and then getting upset with me about that, and being like, well, you know. You really should fix that because you're clearly breaking the law, and I'm just like, you can't tell this is a part-time job for me. Yeah. I, you're because you're right. I am clearly the CEO of this company. It's like, oh, okay, let me get out my red phone and I'll call the boss man and tell him like, that the sign has a misprint on it. See this phone over here with the glass jar? It's a direct link to the CEO for pro- for stuff like, like this. this. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. for. <sighs> yeah, that that like a lot of weird disputes with the website and things too that come up, like, where it's just like, no, dude, this game's, like, $45, and it's like, was the American website? No! It couldn't have been! And it's just like, alright, I got this phone. Yes, it was. <laughs> and it's just like, oh. And then they leave. Like, it happens every so often, with, like, people think they're right, and I can't tell them they're wrong, because they're a customer, and you know what that means. They're always right. But, yeah, it that's retail for you. All right, moving on. Last question. This one is by John T. With the 3DS coming out next year, what do you think other companies will create or update uh, ports to keep up with Nintendo? And what would you like to see these consoles bring to portable gaming? Wait, sorry. It's a bit of a confusing one. From what I understand, he's thinking that the 3DS is kind of the new thing. It's the next thing coming, which I guess technically it is the next console, right? Yeah, yeah. Since the last... Um, what are other companies doing to keep up? So, obviously, we have Connect and Move. Oh, I guess so. But, like, does he mean specifically on the portable gaming front, or just in general? Like, 3D is uh, the new I, thing? He was kind of a two-part one. He wants to know what they'll keep up with Nintendo, and then um, the next part is would what would we like to see these companies bring to portable gaming? Oh. Which I think is a good question, considering... The PSP got screwed because it doesn't know what it needs to bring. Yeah. It thought it just needed to bring the games you already play, but portable, and clearly that doesn't work. Yeah, like, that's not really preferable. 
Um, so yeah, we kind of already talked about PSP. We kind stuff of talked about that. I kind of, I don't know if it's just because I like achievements, but I kind of want my just weird arcade games on the go. Yeah, like I'd be into I, Microsoft I, basically doing like a very online aware portable device. You know, right? Like that kind of was able to incorporate the Xbox Live things. Like, like I, I almost want it to go like nothing's going to be over twenty bucks. Sure. Everything in here, and but it, but granted, that means you're not getting a sixty dollar game of content. You are getting arcade games only. Yeah, but they that's and you know they can then do more weird experimental st- art styles. Exactly, which was that's what I was going to bring up. That may just be because a lot of the arcade games I play are just kind of weird indie kind of games. No one's really heard about them, which is kind of what my DS is. Yeah. Like when my friends go to like when my when I have like my modern warfare friends look at the DS they're like oh yeah so you're playing like what Mario and Pokemon and I'm going no I'm playing Professor Layton and the world ends with you clearly you have no idea what I'm talking about right yeah I, I don't know Nintendo definitely does seem to have like a really strong grip on the portable market though like with but that's only because they did something incredibly different, like like the I think two screens, kinda, touch screen thing, and the whole like touching, and now they have th- like the like working 3D without glasses. What what else can be done? Huh. Yeah. I don't know. And I guess this is kind of a question of like, what's the next step in consoles besides 3D? Like for a while before I even thought of 3D, it was like, well, they've already made it look like like the graphics already look great. Yeah. You can only make that go so far, then what's next? Like, the 3DS also has pretty pretty sharp graphics, I'm told. So that, that's yeah. another... Yeah. I, I don't know, like, the iPhone stuff, like, iPad stuff is kind of interesting in that regard, because it does have the added benefit of being 3G kind of stuff, so you can do the weird... Like, do you remember that there was that DS game that was, like, Treasure World, and you basically go around to different, like, Wi-Fi locations and get items and things? I don't, but that does sound interesting. Like, and there's like this whole kind of, there's a variety of kind of treasure hunting game stuff with the iPhone because it's like able to kind of do GPS like type GPS, things, like know yeah. where you are and things. So you can do more weird real world game ish. But those are literal. Those are like five dollar apps. Yeah. Right. So, but that's that can't be a game. Neat. Um. Right. The kind of whole thing, like with the DS cameras. That I kind of like. I kind of wish they do more of the stuff I've seen concept concept talk about. Like, what was that rabbit game? Looksley's lineup. Yeah. Like stuff like that, or stuff where like you look through the cameras, and then there's like stuff projected into your real world. You know. Like face ace. Yeah. Exactly. Like face ace. But again, that's the 3ds. So. They're nailing it on tons of awesome stuff. I don't know what Microsoft and Sony could really do to Yeah, like, that. after we've seen what the PSP is, I don't know what the 360 can do next without getting into their... Like, do they really like, want to do that? Or do they just want to kind of combat the iPhone with their Windows Live smartphones or whatever? Yeah, so... Exactly, I have no idea. I don't know. I guess... Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're kind of baffled, but... Work time, fun sequel. We have to wrap this up, because we've gone way over the time, time limit. Okay. This is the longest podcast yet. Sorry. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks again for all your emails. We got tons of great ones. Uh, if you want to write, thanks again in. for everyone who literally put in a question and then just gave us like a PS. I really enjoy the podcast or like a nice write up. We read them all. We love them. Keep sending emails in. What's the email address? 
Uh, it's top down perspective at hotmail.com. That's that's a hundred percent what it is. If you email there, we'll read it, and it'll probably get read on the air. I have been your host, Sean Booker. Nathan, thank you for joining me. Yeah, no, yeah. Hey, this is Nathan. We we will be here next week. Hopefully, you're good. Maybe, yeah. For John should be back for sure. Okay, next week trip probably. Yeah, talk about some limbo. Yeah, go play limbo. Everyone, go pick up limbo when it comes the out. The art style is great. Yeah, it is violent too. Uh, Violent, but not like bloody. Yeah, just kind of just like, kind of oh, like something bad just happened in silhouette. Man, that so was I feel crazy. Okay. Spiders. But I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah.